The Best in Class podcast with JoeBucksFan.com draft guru Sean Sullivan is back. Today it's tight ends, a full breakdown of Sean's top 10, and of course catch up on what you missed in Best in Class running backs, quarterbacks, receivers. They've all been gone through by Sean. Find the podcast at JoeBucksFan.com, Apple Podcasts, wherever. And it's all presented by Bill Curry Ford, Tampa's first family of Ford. Great tight ends talk today. Plenty more to come. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best in Class. Coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa. I am Sean Sullivan with the best assistant in the business. Gracie, hi. Hi, guys. So uh, welcome, Best in Class listeners, to the tight end breakdown. This is a great tight end draft. Again, it's, it's a... Very, very high-end draft with lots of depth. This is going to be a position of need for the Buccaneers. It's going to be a great position to review. There's some real uh, great players in this. Again, cornerback, tight end, very heavy draft on those on those positions. So, and we're going to about to get started. But first, uh, let's hear from our sponsor, Bill Curry Ford. Uh, the Giant returns in 2023. We are doing our construction sale right now. Commercials, radio, television, Instagram. If you haven't seen our new Commercials, please see the new giant and our and our new um, robots. Very interesting stuff. The construction's going along very well. You can see pictures on our Instagram, Facebook. If you follow us at, at Bill Curry Tampa, we have, if you go to BillCurryFord.com, you can see all of our amazing specials for the month of April. We have a construction sale going on right now. Our entrance has been moved. Uh, if you drive by, our the front of our building has been removed. We are open. We are selling. It's a pretty amazing that the business that we do, Grace, in the middle of all this nonsense. But forgive the dust. It's all for progress. We are creating a state-of-the-art, 15-acre, amazing dealership. Everything is state-of-the-art, and it's a dealership of the future. That's what we're calling it. BillCurryFord.com. See everything that's going on. Order your car. We'll buy your car. You can buy parts. You can use our gold-certified body shop and our service department. Now, Grace... Is there anything I'm missing for our local? I know we just did something with Hillsborough County. We're doing something uh, that you just sent me the email on for the, the charity. So that's the sheriff's office. So we are we're attending a ball to raise money for local sheriffs and, and to honor uh, local heroes and our and our first responders. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Well, that's all great stuff. And again, if you have an, a local charity that, or if you have a business um, that does things for other people, we are willing to help. We are a third generation family business. We have over 41 active charities. Please send an email to G Thomas at BillCurryFord.com, and she would be happy to reach back out. Please share my podcast with your friends at Best in Class at BillCurryFord.com. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcast: Podbeam, uh, Apple Play. Please leave reviews. All right. We're going to review the top 10 tight ends in this draft. And now remember, my order is going to be different than other orders. Your content is going to be completely original content. I'm going to talk about why I think these guys are special. And I first want to say what I think a tight end is. Tight end has evolved in the NFL as a basically an extension of your wide receiver room. And I mean, Dave Canales, um, who was the new offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers, he used a two tight end set when he was with Seattle and actually um, used their tight ends as pass catchers and didn't leave them in for much run blocking, as a matter of fact, for a run heavy offense, which is super interesting. I, I find him to be a terrific hire by Todd Bowles. I, even before he calls his first play, I just find him interesting because of the way they run their offense and, the, and what he designs around his players. Anyway... I think he's a wonderful hire. 
before he calls his first play. I think that that, that Jason Light and Todd Bowles did a, an amazing job uh, with Dave Canales. I think it was a very good choice for the Buccaneers. Now, my personal view on a tight end is very simple. I want a tight end that actually does what a tight end is supposed to do. That is create protection, right? He, I want him inline blocking. I want him to, to, to be a terrific run blocker. I want him to be able to be physical at the point of attack. And then I want him to have good, ha- good hands, uh, obviously. I don't really care about his speed because basically you scheme tight ends open. Very rarely. I mean, I mean, we can talk about Pitts all we want. Like Kyle Pitts was the fourth overall pick in the draft. I got so mad because the Falcons, I thought it was such a reach. Why would you go that high for a tight end? He's supposed to be this great difference maker. He ran a 4 3 9 40. Well, how, how, how good has that helped out Atlanta so far? I'm, I'm just interested. We're going into the third year of Pitts, and I, I haven't seen anything that makes me resemble that he is some top five impact player at the tight end position. I don't, again, he has wonderful hands, yes. Is he fast? Yes. He's just a receiver. You drafted a guy uh, at number four that's a receiver, then draft a receiver. I mean, if you had the chance to draft uh, Pitts or, say, Jackson Smith Enigma, uh, you're, you're going to draft Jackson Smith, right, because he's a wide receiver, if that's what you want for your offense. My personal opinion is I want a combination player. I want a tight end that can do many different things besides just catch a ball. Now, saying that, I have a tough time because I'm going to be a little bit of a hypocrite here, so all the Joe Bucks fans who hate on me uh, – this is your chance to hate on me some more because I'm torn with my first tight end because I just really like him and I think that he is such a weapon and and I don't care what his speed is because um, he's not going to be fast. But I have a tough time with Michael Mayer and I, I really have a tough time not thinking that he's the best guy. When you listen to Mel Kuyper, Daniel Jeremiah, you listen to all these so-called experts, which I really love, um, who are wrong every year, are talking about guys like uh, Kincaid being the number one tight end, um, you know, off the board, or Luke uh, Musgrave, which I understand Dalton Kincaid. I like him a lot. I like Luke Musgrave. But, but Michael Mayer, there's something about this guy. He's 6'4", 251. Every, in, case you, in case you're living under a rock, the guy plays for Notre Dame. He ran a 4740. No one cares. The guy can get open in the seam. He sits down in zones. He's a quarterback's best friend, and he's going to make some quarterback very, very happy. I think Michael Mayer will make an immediate first-round impact. One of the conversations I had with Lita Kemper is the Bucks are a team that needs a tight end. We have basically one tight end on our roster right now. We have a fullback, the, uh, the, the sli- slash H-back, slash tight end, and then of course, we have Kay Dotton, who we drafted last year. We're going to need a tight end. One of the guys that we're going to talk about today is going to be on a Bucks roster. That's exciting, okay, because there's some real good talent here. If Michael Mayer is there at 19, which Lee was talking about, do you draft a, a, a guy like Michael Mayer uh, in the first round? I just think with the Bucks needs right now, I think that, you could, the, that we can get a tight end later in the draft. That I, and I have my guy. I think there's a guy here that I think the Bucks are going to be looking at. But Michael Mayer, Mayer is an actual guy that comes in day one, immediate impact, and can you imagine if, if one of these young quarterbacks like C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, somewhat Will Levis, and, or um, again, my third guy who, who I've talked about is Hendon Hooker. I mean, if you, t- if you had a young quarterback and you had somebody like Mayer on your team, he's going to really make a difference. I really like him. Again, he's my number one tight end. 
He had 67 receptions for 800 yards last year. He had nine uh, touchdowns. Nine. He averaged over 12 yards a a catch. So congratulations to Michael Mayer. Now, we're getting to a guy that I think is the epitome of what a tight end is. And it was very difficult for me not to put him one. He is my favorite tight end in the draft. There is no question. If I was Jason Light, right, I would find I would do whatever it takes to get him on my team. Uh, and, and that's how much I love him. I think he's going to be drafted extremely high, and I, and I think it's not going to be on Jason Light's radar. But I will tell you this. If Darnell Washington... Tight end out of Georgia, 6'7", 265 pounds, ran a 4'640". If this man is on your team, you are getting the best blocker in the draft. I don't care at any position. You're getting a devastating glass eater. You're getting a guy that will physically beat up the other team, and he's like having another left tackle on your team. And he caught 28 balls for 454 yards, 16 yards a catch, and a couple of touchdowns. He wasn't featured in the offense if you didn't see him catch the ball at the combine, you're missing out on, on something. Google it, YouTube it, Instagram it, whatever it needs to happen. This guy had sticky hands, a high catch radius. So I'm listening to Mel Kuyper, Daniel Joe Mayer, I talk about Darnell Williams, uh, Washington. And basically they're saying, oh, well, he doesn't get off the line fast enough. Uh, he doesn't have a sudden burst. He doesn't have cut in his routes. You know what you're sounding like? You're sounding like you're talking about this guy like he's a, a, a first-string wide receiver. This is a 265-pound, 6'7", tight end, okay? Please stop acting like these guys are supposed to be wide receivers. Darnell Washington is, ha- is, is another left tackle in the field who actually goes out and routes and catches balls. If I'm Jason Light, Joe Bucks fan listeners, I will do whatever it takes to get Darnell Washington on my team. I don't care if I have to trade up. I don't care if I have to trade down. I don't care what I have to give up. This is one of those special players that makes your team better. And if Todd Bowles is serious about running the ball, if he's really serious about, I want to run the ball and be ball control, and by the way, we're in a passing offense. We're in a passing league. So forgive me if I think it's silly, but it is what I have, right? I'm a Bucks fan. I have to support Todd Bowles. He's currently the head coach. If this is what he wants to do is be a run-first team in a passing league, then that's what we have to do. So this guy immediately makes us better as a run team, no question. He is a glass eater. Donnell Washington is by far the best blocking, catching tight end in this draft. Number three, a tight end, Luke Musgrave, right? 4640, 66250. But unbelievable talent as far as his hands. I, I, he was underused. He also got hurt some. Um, but my, my goodness, all the coaches in the Pac-12 were talking about Luke Musgrave and, and, and how um, he's going to be a terrific tight end in the NFL. 15 yards of reception. He only had one touchdown. But everybody's very, very high on Luke Musgrave. I am not as high, as you know, as you can see, he's third on my list. And basically, he came in the same point system as, as Dalton Kincaid, and I'll go through that. But I don't see what everybody else saw in him. Obviously, he ran a you know he ran a four six forty. So I mean that's super fast for a two hundred fifty pound six six guy. I thought his hands were okay. I thought he had a good cast radius, um, but he has a lot of talent. But for me, he hasn't put it all together yet. So we'll see how that goes for him. Again, that's Luke Musgrave, Dalton Kincaid, right? 
who is soaring up the tight end boards. Now I'm being told, if you guys are watching NFL Draft Network and you're watching like Path to the Draft or you're watching any of these things, Dalton Kincaid, who I have number four, basically number three, number three and four, doesn't matter, is literally now the number one tight end. I don't get it. Is he solid? Yes. Is, does he do a lot of things? Great. Yes. Would I rather have Darnell Washington? Absolutely. And five days a week, six days a week, and then twice on Sunday. Right? Dalton Kincaid is out of Utah. He is 242 pounds, 6'4", so he's a little bit smaller than some of the other guys that we talked about. Um, 70 receptions, which is a lot for college football. 900 yards, 8 TDs, 12 yards a reception. Right? Dalton Kincaid is a a first-round talent, starter in the NFL. He's going to make a difference. So basically right now, there's four guys that that have first-round grades on my board. And that's uh, Michael Mayer, Darnell Washington, Luke Musgrave, and Dalton Kincaid. Doesn't mean they're going to be drafted in the first round. I'm just saying they're worthy of being drafted in the first round. If Darnell Washington goes in the first round, I just wouldn't be surprised. But Dalton Kincaid, from what everybody is saying is going to be on someone's board in the first round. He's going to be one of the first 31 picks because, guys, this year there's not 32 picks because the Dolphins lost their first round. There's only 31 first-rounders. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Now, let's get to a guy that I think is on the Buccaneers' radar, uh, and that's Sam Laporta. And uh, he's a Hawkeye, 6'4", 249 pounds, played in the Big Ten, obviously, ran a sub-4, 640, 58 receptions, 657 yards, a touchdown, 11 yards reception. This is a guy that I think that will be on Jason Light's radar as a guy that we can draft possibly in the third round. And uh, I, I think that he is a guy that you, if you put with Kate Otten, is, is, is going to be a pretty great tight end room um, for that. But he's just one of those guys that puts his head down, gets the job done. Jason Light loves those guys. The guy can block, he can catch, he can run, he can run routes. Um, he's a very dependable receiver. Uh, again, he was a senior, which I really like a lot. He's got a lot of football in him. Uh, he's played a lot of football. Uh, so again, guys, best in class listeners, remember the name Sam Laporta. I think he's got a huge career ahead of him. Tucker Craft, right? 6'5", 255 pounds, 27 receptions, 348 yards, three TDs. You know, as far as Tucker Craft is concerned, I'm going to read you something from, and I put this in my notes, hold on. This uh, gentleman played at South Dakota State, okay? I don't know how many South Dakota State games that you uh, have listened to or watched this year. I have not watched any. Uh, So I started watching tape on this guy, and his NFL comparison is Dallas Goddard, who was uh, obviously played for the the Cowboys, right? So let me see, see, uh, where is it? Okay. In the run game, Kraft is a willing player who does flash some power at the point of attack if he wins leverage game early. While his strength and effort, he must improve his pad level when blocking as well and hand placement. He certainly is a plus player in the run game and will only get better at the next level. All right? That is the most generic. Now, th- th- now this comes from uh, the NFL Network. You can literally put that for every single tight end in the draft. I'm like literally reading it going... What, what do they think by that? that? That is the most open-blanketed statement that you could say, okay, he's good in the run, he's going to get better at burst, he's going to be a better player at the next level, um, you know, he has good size. Did anybody get anything out of that paragraph? Other than, I, again, it drives me insane. Listen, Tucker Craft 
is a backup tight end in the NFL. He's a special teams player. Uh, Payne Durham uh, out of Purdue, 6'5", 255 pounds, very similar build to uh, Tucker Craft. Uh, 56 yard, uh, 56 receptions, 560 yards, eight TDs, 10 yards of reception, uh, ran a 4-7-40. Obviously, these are depth guys, uh, Joe Bucks fan listeners. Tucker Craft, Payne Durham, uh, and our next guy, Zach Kuntz. Uh, these, are, these guys are guys that were your third, fourth wide receiver, I, 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 or tight end. So what I think what's going to happen with the Bucks is – we're going to draft somebody like Sam Laporta. I hope it's Darnell Washington. I hope it's Darnell Washington. I hope it's Darnell Washington. But if it's Sam Laporta, it's Sam Laporta. But then later in the, in the, in the draft, we have, what, three fifth-round picks and a two sixth-round picks. We're going to have another chance at one of these other camp guys that we need. And like Zach Kuntz, right, he's a 6'8", big target, 245 pounds, played in the Conference USA. He was a monarch. Uh, 12 reception, 144 yards, two TDs. Here's the guy that you take a flyer on. Uh, he didn't run the 40. I don't have his 40 time because, obviously, he's, he's, he's going to be a later guy in the draft. Uh, Brenton Strange um, is the Penn State guy. This is, I think this guy's a little bit of a sleeper. He played um, on a very good team, I think. Not a very well-coached team, but has a lot of talent. He's 6'3", and he's 250 pounds. So he's a little undersized compared to some of the other guys we talked about. But Brenton Strange, with 32 receptions for 400 yards, 5 TDs, he was a red zone target. Had 11 yards per reception. Here's a guy I think you can make into a backup tight end. And I think he plays special teams. So there's another guy. I kind of like these Penn State guys. You know, ever since Chris Godwin, I've been paying attention to a lot of the Penn State talent. They have some great defensive backs coming out this year, some good secondary players. But Britton Strange is a guy that I think would look very nice with like a Sam Laporta, uh, you know, an Otten. And then you put Strange on there and then you... Then you, you mix in some camp meat, so that'd be pretty interesting. Uh, Leonard Taylor, Cincinnati. We have seen Cincinnati produce some amazing talent uh, right now. Uh, Kobe Bryant last year, Sauce Garner, uh, defensive um, um, backs uh, galore out of Cincinnati, right? Uh, we've seen some receivers come out of Cincinnati in, the, in, the, in recent years. And, and then, of course, you know Ritter is going to start for the Atlanta Falcons this year, which was last year's third-round draft pick out of Cincinnati. Well, they have a tight end. Right, six five, two hundred fifty-five or pounds, roughly four six forty. Uh, Leonard Taylor, eighteen receptions, hundred seventy yards, two TDs, almost ten yards a catch, which is very interesting to me. So, out of these two guys, I really like Britton Strange and Leonard Taylor as as like a fifth or sixth round addition to our tight end room. I really think it's uh, you know a couple of can't meet guys like Luke Shoemaker uh, out of Michigan, six five guy. Uh, Daniel Barker, who's a Michi- out of Michigan State, 6'4", 250. There's a couple of guys that I think you sign late, you know, maybe some free agent contracts to a guy like, um, like Josh Wiley. Again, he's uh, another Cincinnati guy, 6'6", 245 pounds. So these are some development guys. But now that we've gone through the, the tight ends, that's all I'm going to go through on tight ends. This is going to be a quick podcast um, because we're going to be doing several podcasts on guards, tackles, and then we're going to get into defense. But what I really want to get back to is th- th- these. There's some difference makers here. Michael Mayer, Mayer out of out of Notre Dame, is an instant first round draft pick, instant starter in the NFL. Darnell Washington is, you know, he's one of those guys that that as a as a fan of football and as a, and, a, and as a a guy that does a podcast, he's just one of those guys that I just really want him on my team, Jason Light. Just please look at Darnell Washington. Find a way, please. To find to get him on our team, 
I, I just think it makes that much of a difference. Luke, Luke Musgrave is another guy that's going to be uh, a catch-passing uh, star. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is the guy that's rising up the boards. Uh, and then Sam Laporta is a guy that I think the Bucks would be interested in in the third round. But those are your those those five guys right there are are, are starting caliber tight ends. I think it's a deep draft. I went over a couple of guys that I think will be late flyers or maybe some UGAs at the end of the season. Again, there's a couple of uh, Cincinnati Bearcats that I think that should be looked at. But then, I, again, I really like uh, Brenton Strange out of uh, Penn State as a guy to look at in the later rounds. Again, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Grace, they're going to follow us, right? They're going to follow us on at Bill Curry Tampa, right? Yes. That's fantastic. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Now TikTok. And oh, we have TikTok now. Yeah. And we now have TikTok. Please share my podcast with your friends at uh, Best in Class at BillCurryFord.com. Send me any emails if you have any questions. G Thomas at BillCurryFord.com. If you have anything going on in the community that you need help with, any sponsors, we were very interesting. We sold cars to some gentlemen who do NIL deals for college players, uh, which was very interesting. And we talked about some young Gators. Again, one of those things that's really interesting is that NIL deals in college football, which is a whole nother podcast. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed your tight ends. But next, we're going to do guards and tackles, and then we're going to get into defense, Grace. So when Grace gets back from vacation, when are you coming back, Grace? Friday. Friday. We're going to knock out another podcast and have another podcast out for the week. We're going to have this all wrapped up before the draft party at, you know, at Big Storm. That's going to be a huge deal. There's going to be a lot of people there. I think it's going to be very enjoyable. Again, Steve, Lee, and Ira, and myself, I'm going to invite some, some of my friends to come too, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll see you at Big Storm. I'll see you next time for Guards and Tackles.